So that current that I've been talking about is definitely speeding up. And it's speeding up at the same time that certain kinds of things uh, related to our capacity to be in action mode are slowing down. And that can feel or sound contradictory, but it's not. So it's just about different levels, different layers of experience that are happening simultaneously. So that choice point of saying yes to the current can have the experience of requiring a little bit of, or maybe even a lot, depending on what's going on in your external sensations of your, of your external experiences, can require a lot of trust. Um, you know, even a sort of a surrender feeling uh, may be asked of you at this time. And and which is which is all good and fine. And of course, we have many experiences that we can draw on within our um, within our own individual experiences when we have surrendered, when we have trusted, when we have kind of given ourselves over to the current and trusted it to carry us correctly where we needed to go. The the uh, you know, what's going on with the collective also is impacting some of this experience as well. And I just want to give you just a tiny little bit on that um, uh, so that you kind of have that information, right? So the the kind of, there's a sort of a, a kind of a collective sort of miasma, um, uh, a kind of a swirling intense kind of uh, intense yuckiness for the collective, which at its root, is about not being seen, not being loved, and not being provided for. The experience or belief of not being seen, not being loved, and not being provided for, maybe all three, maybe just one. And so some little sort of strands of one of these kind of three themes within the collective may be infiltrating into your own experience as a result. And because it's the the sort of the whole kind of uh, the reality of kind of the fractalization of things is incredibly even more like that's part of the current going faster is that the fractalization of everything, which is essentially just that everything is a is a kind of a like it, it's just a it's a repeating pattern right of everything else um, is showing up at the very micro and at the very macro and that's that's just more and more and more and more that's happening more and more and more and more. And so that's one of the reasons why this saying yes to the current and then really trusting in the current instead of trying to overly control it or being kind of overly like ah, grippy around it is the, the, the means, if you will, to being as far removed or uh, insulated from these collective energetics, these collective, this miasma, I keep feeling it, seeing it as that, I can't find a better word for it, um, of this, you know, this incredible undercurrent work, the undercurrent, the the shadow, the, the, the sort of the subconscious to use psychological terms work and remembering that our resonance is connected to organized by reflective of fractalized of whatever language you want um but our subconscious we 
often forget that our subconscious is really driving so much of our human experience. And that is why it's so important to not overlook doing and honoring whatever's going on in your kind of the subcurrent, the undercurrent, the subconscious, the the shadow work, whatever language you want to use for that. Now, having said that, that doesn't mean that we have to live there. And that's really important. Sometimes working, you can get to a place within your own capacity um, that I that many of you are, even if you don't fully realize that, where you can do that work quite quickly, where it's just sort of like, oh, there's a thing. Okay, let me just clean that out. Let me just clear that out. I don't have to investigate the story of this. I don't need anything about the story of this. Um, it's it's a gift that it's been risen up to the surface for me to see it in my conscious awareness so that I can work with it. I can transmute it or release it or dissolve it, whatever uh, whatever feels correct with it. Now, sometimes there's a little data in it that where there is a kind of a story or words or mental models that are useful. You can just kind of hear into it, just kind of feel into it. Like, is there something here for me that's useful at this time? And if you're able to ask that question from a place of neutrality, that's going to be more powerful. Um, but if you, if what you start constructing in your brain around the story is very fear oriented, very, I'm very scared, then understand that, that the, you, how you're interpreting that data is coming from that kind of from the nervous system. And so it may actually be the story of what I'm scared about isn't relevant. My nervous system just needs some extra support, some extra love, some extra reassurance that everything's cool, everything's okay. And it may simply be nothing other than a function of these massive increasing cosmic energies physically tweaking, activating the nervous system as they flood into the biology. Choose your stories, choose your adventure. Remember that 2022 has been, and we are still in it, even though sometimes it feels like we're like way past it, um, in the, it's choose your own adventure. That has been the theme for the whole year. It is still the theme. We are still there. And so choose your own adventure for sure. And as I always say, like, just take what's useful and leave the rest without judgment. And I often say that about what I'm saying, but say it to yourself too about your own journey, right? Like, Oh, I'm in this experience. Here's the eight different ways I could interpret that. What's useful to me at this time? I'll play with that one. Thanks very much. Right. And it's all just like, oh, which paint in the in the paint box do I want to color with? I think today we're going to do orange. Okay, cool. Right. And, you know, just kind of going from that perspective. So sometimes people are in a place of like, oh, I'm just feeling the collective. It's not about me. One of the interesting things that I think is starting to happen now is that while that can often be true and it's useful to then just sort of like, all right, how do I just essentially float back up, you know, sort of just drop the weights if it's not my job, so to speak, to, to, to kind of do the cleansing for the collective. I don't need to be connected to this. This is, this isn't about me. Um, that can be very useful. We've talked about that many times um, in the past. But there is this, as I said, this kind of tightening up a little bit for this little phase that we're in, where in fact, like you may be accessing what's going on within the collective because there is a little something within you that wants to be, again, transmuted or dissolved or removed or worked with in some way or integrated in some way that, again, 
may or may not require a story, may not, right? And you can use the the various resources that I've been sharing to support ways to essentially to transmute and remove. There's there's plenty of these here. Um, and so kind of use those to just kind of work with it and see if it doesn't maybe even need a story, right? Now, hopefully um, some of you have begun to have the kind of new intel or downloads or awarenesses come in for you about your next phase. And it's okay if you have not yet, like, don't worry, you're not doing anything wrong. And you're not like, oh, no, I'm not as good as so and so because they blah, blah, like none of that, right. And where you're doing that, by the way, hi, that's some useful data, let me clean that as well, if there's any of that kind of comparative stuff going on as well. So uh, if that's coming in, though, if you are having some of that, what I want to share for folks where they are having some of that is that the kind of the last week's energies, this week's energies in particular, are supporting some degree of action still. And there is a slowdown, as I mentioned at the at the outset here, um, in the kind of action being supported energy as we move into the end of October and November. And that is to our benefit, if we can really float with that, if we can really just roll with it. And it doesn't mean that we're not taking action and it doesn't mean that we're not gonna stand for ourselves and stand for our radiance and stand for whatever these new visions are that are coming in. It just means that we're gonna be very deliberate about where is action actually useful versus action for its own sake or to pacify the nervous system or the brain right? The brain always wants its toys to play with. We know that. And are we giving it the right toys? You know, we don't give our brain the knives in the kitchen to play with. It's like a three-year-old toddler. We give it the wooden spoons and the Tupperware and that's it, right? So what is the wooden spoons and the Tupperware that the brain wants to play with right now that you can allocate that and be in charge of that? Or the nervous system, right? Remembering that nervous system and brain need the supports and need the kind of workout to some extent in order to keep expanding as vision, energetic, esoteric, magic, whatever language you want for it is expanding within you. Because all three of them work together and any one of those will be the kind of the limiting effect, the limiting factor that will kind of prevent further expansion or worse kind of create that snapback effect that we hate where we're like, Boom, and then, you know, <laughs> which is the worst. And it doesn't mean that we won't have moments of like, like, oh, quick little snapback effect. Oh, okay. I know what that is. That's my nervous system. Let me go do these things that I know how to do. Oh, that's okay. That's just my brain. Like, come on, like, let's everybody get on board. It's okay. It's you're, you're doing all the new stuff. You're out at your edges and it's like high performance athletic athletes. You have to keep pushing at your edges in order to see what you can do and to develop more and more capacity to do it. And by the way, that's actually what you signed up for. And it's actually what you want, you know, particularly with the highly gifted brain. So if you feel kind of exhausted by that, totally get it. That's your nervous system talking. Probably it's like, ah, I need some help. Like you're running too fast. I can't keep up. Right. It's kind of like a team race, you know, like I can't keep up, slow down. That's me on the walks. Like whenever I go for walks with my daughter and her dog, I'm like, slow down because I'm like a meanderer, you know, and I walk fast. I, I, I've never been able to do that. Like the power walk. Right. So that's, that's useful. Um, we have this eclipse portal 
phase opening up. We've been kind of in the early energies of it already. We can really feel it. And it's quite, quite a thing, quite intense. And the, let's see if I'm off the top of the cuff. Um, I believe the dates for these two eclipses are October 25th and November 7th. Um, in certain parts of the world, it might be November 8th, but for, 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 for definitely for North America, it's November 7th. Between the 25th and the 7th is a really, 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 really good time to plan. And whether you're doing this throughout kind of like just sort of your daily, or if you can kind of package something all together for yourself, this is time to fill up. Fill up, fill up the tank. Think about the idea of I'm going on a huge road trip and I want to get everything ready. I want my tank super full. I want to get all my gear. I want to check all the fluid levels in the car. I'm going to replace the filters, like all that. I want every, I want to be totally geared up. I want to be just super ready to go. The tank is so full. I have all my supplies. I have everything I need. And that could look like a million different things, right? Like it could look like getting like a little getaway where you're just super nourishing yourself. It could look like building in throughout your schedule during those days that you have lots of extra unscripted time when you can just kind of do whatever your spirit wants. You know, spirit tending time as a block on the calendar is actually a really uh, useful, beneficial thing to do. I have massive blocks on my calendar that are just like spirit tending time. And it's like a particular like pale yellow gold color and just like, nope, nothing else gets blocked there. And I don't, and what, and whatever I do during that time is always very emergent to whatever is, whatever is useful there. And there are times when I'm like, I'm going to overwrite that because I want to do this thing. That's okay. Cause I'm in charge of it. <laughs> right. But during this portal time, I think this eclipse portal time, I think is really useful to just like fill up the tank, fill up the car, get the whole car ready, like get ready for the road trip because the road trip is going to run through, I feel December 21st. I've been talking for a while about um, the solstice this year, December 21st is going to be really epic. And it feels like it's a big, like, it just feels like it's a like a whole new era. And honestly, that's how the last two December solstices has have also felt to me. And it feels similar to that. And yet somehow bigger. I, I, I don't know what else to put into words for that. But if you think about how the last year and the year before those December 21st solstice periods, how did they impact you? Was it for you? Oh, yeah, there's definitely a before and after. Right. If it was, then I think you're probably more kind of on the same wavelength that I'm on with how you'll experience this. And there's nothing wrong with if there's not like we're all just having our own experiences. Um, but it feels very much like there's going to be a big kind of before and after uh, experience around that. And that we'll just be in a totally different phase. It, it feels like kind of like not just like a new year, but like uh, just a new kind of era. Um, we're already in a kind of there's no going back. Right. And we've had different versions of that along the way. But this new current that I've been speaking about recently, like there is no going back. The current is going to take everyone. And either you'll say yes and you'll keep on going and you'll be kind of the work and where I'm focusing most of my my shares at this time is around how are we handling the yes? Because sometimes as the current is going ever faster, ever faster, we're like, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I don't think my little dinghy can handle it. Oh no, I had an inner tube, but now I need a, you know, whatever, right? 
And so it's really more the kind of finessing of that or just like, oh, my God, that's super delightful. But wait, I really want where's my like vision for the blah, blah, you know, whatever that looks like. But for the for the nose, it's just going to get rougher, 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 rougher. And unfortunately, for even for those of us who are saying yes, the vast majority of humans are still in the no camp, if you will, collectively speaking. And it is therefore creating this building intensity within the collective around, yeah, but there isn't going to be room for all of that going forward. It's just going to get cleaned out, cleared out one way or another. And, you know, it's kind of like when you're doing a really big cleaning project and you have to get out the big scrubber brush, you know, and it's like those little like mold pieces or whatever, they don't get to stay. Like that energy doesn't get to stay. And it's like, it's going to get scrubbed out one way or the other. And um, and we just, that's I, that intensity. I think we're going to see that at a collective level and at a societal level, kind of in the 3d. So I've heard from a couple of people who are kind of like, I'm worried that I'm too checked out, that I'm too tuned out from what's going on with the people in my life. Probably that's good. 98% of the time that's going to actually be correct and creating that kind of bubble up and cloistering effect and cloaking effect is probably serving you really well. If there are people in your life that you feel like you're disconnected from, but you really, it's very important to you to maintain the connection or to come in and support them, then work with that individual on a case-by-case basis. But across the board, I would say the bubble up is, is very good. Now, I will caveat that with the fact that we also are going to start seeing in this new phase that more and more people who have been saying yes are going to be receiving, if you will, guidance in various different ways from their cosmic self into their own human about it's time for them to start to reconnect in or to connect in a different way with what are we building in society. And, you know, we have in the U.S., we have some some huge midterm elections coming up. Things like that could be very prevalent for people. Um, I'm not advocating that people not engage in those processes. And I want to be clear about that because occasionally people misunderstand what I'm saying there. I'm not saying don't vote, check out, drop out. Um, You know, if that's where you're at and you want to do that, that's fine. Everything is always your choice. Um, But I just don't want you to mistake that I'm telling you. To, to, to not engage in that way. It's, it's as if on the societal level, we have a long way to go, but what I'm feeling kind of energetically, the kind of vision in the inner eye is very much like the, the structure of society. Like if you can see it almost sort of like a little sort of city structure, but it's like cracking and falling apart like it's made from like a sculpture or something like that, right? The materials are made, you know, like of of what I'm seeing, it's cracking and falling apart and it's being disrupted. It's being shooken up a bit, right? Like kind of earthquake type of stuff and things are sort of falling and disintegrating and, and whatnot. But a new, a new version is starting to come up from below the surface. And it's also, that's also part of what's pushing out the old, if you will, like it's going to sort of displace it in some way. So where you feel called to be part of building what that new energetic structure is in form as much as energetically and helping it to kind of rise up and sort of push out the old 
feel into that. There may be things calling you around that at this time in a new or different way or with more clarity than you've had before. And perhaps where you're called also is around the, you know, supporting that the falling apart, the breaking up is done with as much grace and ease, which we want to really hold for. Okay. We want to really just hold for grace and ease in the societal transition. There is nothing that requires that that requires us to have this be kind of the worst case scenario version that I know there's a lot of various points of view around wanting it to look that way in various different ways for a variety of different reasons. And I, I have zero interest in getting into that here. Um, what I hold for is the most, is as much grace and ease as possible. Understanding that there are still going to be a lot of difficulty in the external circumstances of many people as we go. Okay, so I'm, and I, I'm not sort of, hmm, what do I want to say? I'm not dismissing that. I'm not making that not important. I'm just, and so the role may be to come in and to help with that. If that's your role to come in and help with that, then please engage with that as well. Everyone will be needed everywhere in various different ways. And so wherever you feel like, you know, called to be, that's great. And remembering that do not, please do not engage in any acts of service from a place of, martyrdom, savior energy, messiah energy, um, or the kind of core foundational fear energy, existential threat energy that can come from, um, for example, on the human level, the childhood traumas that create hypervigilance in the child and then put us into that place of I have to take care of everybody else in order to be sort of existentially allowed um, or safe. And so any service that we're doing from those kinds of motivations has a much lower potency and lower efficacy in the sort of gift, if you will, out of the service. Feel into, if you want to be of service, what activities would be the most delightful and fully expressing embodied expression of your cosmic self to the extent that any of that is integrated in or available to you, or at a minimum, your embodied expression of yourself as a conduit for the deep sacred current of life force. Because when we can do it for its own sake, where the gift, if you will, is the byproduct, not the core intention, then the potency and the efficacy is actually way greater because it's also greater to us because there's a service to others and a service to self interaction that we need to come more and more into kind of correct relationship with now. And we can think about these service to other motivational sort of layers as horizontal bands and the service to self as a kind of a vertical channel that runs up and down through that. And as we engage in different levels of both, it capacitates us greater to be at higher levels in the other, right? We're just kind of moving up both as we go. But ultimately we can, if we choose to, pop up and out of all of that into it just simply, what is my beingness? What did I come here to truly be? And am I being that now? How can I be more of that now, more truly, more correctly, more purely? And it's that it's that old be the change you want to see in the world, 
it's not just a cliche. It's that fractalization then occurs. The more you actually are that, that is actually one of the most powerful things. And it certainly is a minimum requirement for the creation of that new societal structure that I was talking about that wants to come up, right? We cannot, no matter what, we cannot build whatever the new is from the old. It just can't be done. It's just quicksand. Every single thing is tried. So be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> and you're not really being it if you're not, if you're not really doing it for yourself. It's not true. It's a little bit of a lie. When you're being the change for the benefit of someone else, not for yourself, it's a little bit of a lie. You know, it is. And it's a little bit of that sort of sacrifice, martyr energy thing, or maybe it's the savior energy, whatever, um, or even Messiah energy. And, you know, and of course, be on alert for not turning into a narcissistic jerk um, as you do that. But, you know, I, I don't think that's going to be a problem for, for, for people who are listening to this. All right. So this whole kind of new phase really does begin on December 21st. And then really gets really wild. I do feel like there's a kind of a, a kind of a, a, a mm, they kind of go together energetically um, uh, of 2023 and 2024 in a certain way that's a little bit hard to, to break down and I'm being very intentional and continuing to advise others as well about do not call in even to your mind's eye too much vision or prophecy or prediction about future because we are going so much faster than we thought we could. And that will, the rate at which we can go faster than we thought we could is going to continue to accelerate. And we want to allow that. So just keep on like, ah, all the coolness, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, I don't want to limit by being like, wow, and then we know this year is going to look like, fuck that, you know? Um, and even from the astrological perspective, you know, very brilliant, beautiful people who are engaged more uh, at a more uh, nuanced level with sort of planetary astrology might say oh yeah here's what we can look at for x year y year z year but if they made that analysis or interpretation six months from now it might change radically because of what's occurred so if you see what i'm saying right so yeah okay i don't want to say any more about that um yeah so where we are where we are now in terms of you know, we're just kind of hanging out, doing the things, hopefully enjoying and having a lot of fun with the sensations or the energetic awareness of what's coming in for this next phase, even if we don't have the clarity, um, you know, in the mental model in our brain that we, you know, of course, the brain craves. And to just keep on saying yes to the current, keep on filling up for that big road trip <laughs> and, you know, have fun with it. And I really feel like that's kind of the core big theme right now oh there was one other thing that I wanted to say one other thing that I wanted to bring through um, and this relates to trauma so much of my personal professional career in this human life has been around um, supporting people around trauma in various different ways and then kind of helping institutions and systems and and people and blah blah on various different ways become what we what we would refer to as trauma informed what I, that's beautiful, important work. And 
I want, if this is something that's, that's a pretty dominant kind of mental uh, structure for you as you're listening to this, I want you to start to expand your idea of what can you see, how can you see others and yourself beyond the kind of structure of trauma-informed, not as an or, not as a replacement, but as an expansion. Because one of the side effects of us getting better uh, uh, clarity in our human science and in our human mental models about the effects of trauma and toxic stress on the human being is that we create this kind of narrative of your history is your destiny. That as a result of the things that have happened to you, you now fit into these boxes with these labels and that therefore limits what you can then experience. And this is a sort of a secondary unintended consequence of a vast, beautiful body of work that has been designed to try to break things apart and make things better and to actually point out where the societal structures that are still in place are completely wrong and incorrect and inverted and are like actually perpetuating way more trauma than, you know, just like the kind of uh, what we think of as like it's only at the individual level. So really uh, wanting people to really start to kind of expand their viewpoint around that as much as possible now and start to look for where are you accidentally pathologizing the people that you see or yourself. Pathologizing meaning like, oh yeah, reducing somebody to just simply, you know, uh, the labels of their trauma or their toxic stress issues or whatever. All right. It's very, very important um, in the expansions to come.